There be no better way of eating than with ye mouth. Aye. You know who said that? Who? Gabe Quinn. That's you. Or Quill. Quill? I'm sorry, Quill. <laughs> Gabe Slick. Quill. That's you. Wow, well done. All right, hit the theme music. That's me. You do say hit. What's that? Yeah, I say hit. I, I what? I, I, I always think I say start. No, last week, say, last yeah. week you started with with an attempt to abbreviate, and you start at the wrong letter. Yeah, because I, I apparently think I say start, but you say, I say hit. You know, I went back and I listened. To, yeah, when I was, I went back and I listened. To, I'm like, what do I? And I do say hit. Daniel, okay. making the hits. All right, welcome, dear listener, reader. Hello, everyone. To Continuing last week's esoteric argument. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, this is slow readers. Your weekly fast-paced literature podcast. Brought to you by Top Gallant Radio. Here, the conversation is always on books. It's always on fucking. It's always on words on the page. It's always on animal on animal violence. It's always on hallucinations. It's always on seafaring pirates. It's always on people mixing very poorly. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that in a moment. Oh, oh, oh. And this is a show where, where we, we, we have a specific thing we like to use, a literary device uh, called expliterature. Indeed. We are the only, we are the vanguards of a new medium called expliterature. Mm. That, you know, you know, like like historians 100 years from now will look back and be like, slow readers, and by extension, the Whip Around podcast, mm-hmm. invented the term expliterature <laughs> oh yeah they're gonna be like the um i don't know we're gonna be like the tom edison to, yeah like, well his, to their tesla uh, tesla essentially like he Take invented that, it sean yeah you're a tesla a weirdo <laughs> a weirdo who loves pigeons you become cool again just to, just in time to be not cool again <laughs> yeah no that's fair enough yeah well, uh, uh, the bowie of the future gets to play you yeah that's right uh and the, uh yeah and also if you like we get to be a play by the tom wilkinson's oh yeah Love him though. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not a that's not a bad thing. I mean, who's sexier, David Bowie or Tom Wilkinson? Tom Wilkinson. <laughs> that's I mean, fair. Come on. I mean, we've all seen the Last Kiss. What's the Last Kiss? Don't worry about it. Okay, fine. Uh, 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 yeah, and if you like this uh, shit, like this terrible prattle, uh, go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button, listeners. We need <laughs> you to subscribe to this show, mm-hmm. and we need you to write reviews for the show. There is number one thing you can do. There is the number one thing you can do to help our show grow, <laughs> and that is write a review for our show on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> That's how you make these things happen. And I guess you can write a review on some other podcast. I don't but, know like, how to do it on Stitcher. I, I, or Spotify. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I, I went on the actual like Stitcher.com like browser page mm-hmm. and like the, there's like star ratings there. I'm like, what the fuck did this I don't, come from? Yeah, it's not on the app. I don't even know if uh, Slow Readers actually has any because it looks like we have like five stars. Maybe it's like we only have like one or two floating in there. That might be me. Um, maybe. Uh, but like, I don't know. But uh, uh, yeah, and we like them written out because I think somebody out there gave us a three out of five star review. Uh, but like without like writing out the review. Hey, cool. But next Thanks, time, bro. fucking tell us what you didn't like because we love <laughs> exactly. hearing it. <laughs> How can we grow if you don't tell us what you didn't like? How are we going to get awesome catchphrases like moderately entertaining, but. Or uh, sounds too much like two guys in a room talking about a book. Yeah. Or four to five stars. Uh, only one listen. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's the same review, isn't that it? Was, no, yeah, that was, no, no, no. That was the review. That was the one that you mentioned. Yeah, but yeah. then it climaxes with him being like, and then I heard the part where they made fun of a guy who reviewed their show badly. So four stars. Yeah. Then he, yeah. Well, I Johnny mean, we don't make fun of Johnny Nothams. We fucking we rev- eulogize we can- him. <laughs> we canonize him. Eulogize? We, we martyred him. We made did him a martyr, Did we right? kill him? Yes. 
That's fair. What do you call it when you um like officially make someone into a martyr for the you, church? You canonize, lionize. I think it's I don't know. You just don't like the mar- martyrdom or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, uh, all right. You sanctify them. So clearly, this is a literature show. Yeah, this is a real show. Uh, Gabriel, who are you? My God. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hello, everyone. My name is Gabe Mara. I'm a comedian. Every now and again, I'm a writer and a podcast producer. And one of these days, I'll be able to bartend for you again. But I guess um, we'll see how the cookies crumble. Mm-hmm. Co-host, who are you? I am Daniel Gonzalez. Gonzalez, Gonzalez. An audio producer, editor, writer, and an author of speculative fiction. Yeah, you are. And this is a show where we talk about books. And Gabriel? Totally. We have been talking about a certain type of books. We have indeed. Yes. This is the third time we're talking about that. Uh-huh. And boy, oh the boy. The final time? Maybe. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, we're definitely going to get to that. All right. Uh-huh. Because like, it's like, hey, why would they not want to do all the Redwall books? Mm-hmm. You know, even though I think we said ahead of time, it's like, boy, aren't we going to get tired of them pretty quickly? Oh, boy. But we'll get to that in a moment because let me just, let me, I have like a little bit of research I wanted to kind of get into. Sure. Uh, then later on, I have uh, <laughs> a section, like a very specific, not necessarily about the story itself or Redwall or Brian Jakes, but just qualms about something else in particular. I'll get to that in a moment. Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, real quick, uh, just give you the lay down. If you want like the full, the full skinny on, uh, on Brian Jakes, the, the madman himself, skinny, famous dead man, starring Daniel Gonzalez, uh, author of 22 fucking Redwall novels. Um, each of them very charming. Uh, he died in 2011. He was born in Liverpool, England. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like discovered kind of like telling this, like the, I think the first book of Redwall to like a, a school of uh, children who are blind. I think so. Yeah. He told, us say, to, he told him to the deaf children. I was gonna, no, that's what I was going to say. Him <laughs> deaf. Uh, he but, hand wrote it out on screen. <laughs> he was just... No, I mean, that's total Brian Jakes, yeah. where he shows up pretending to be, first off, Larry Jakes. Yes. And he just uh-huh. starts telling the story to a bunch of deaf, deaf children, children. And they're, like, saying, please, sir, please. Yes. And then they killed him by, cut by like, cutting some rope, and mm-hmm. he falls to his death. That's how he died. Yeah, basically. The Dibbins. The Dibbins is... And, uh, yeah, so, like, okay, but that said, yeah. you know, uh, he's a guy. Uh, but what book did ter- we do, Dan? We haven't said it yet. Well, yeah, I'll get to that. Actually, I'll get to that right now. So, for this one, we're doing uh, Marielle Redwall. Marielle Redwall. Now, you could shove that up your ass. Redwall. <laughs> M- Marielle of R- Redwall. By Brian Jacques. You know it's pronounced Redwall. Riddle. It's like it's like uh, Daniel Woodrell. Woodrell. It's like, it's like Riddle. Redwoodrell. Bethlehem. So this dumb book came out in 1991. Uh It was the fourth book, actually, to be published. 91 is kind of crazy. Yeah, I know. This is 91. So, like, this is four novels. Like, there's the publication order, Mm -hmm. and then there's the chronological order. Um, The first Redwall book, for example, is the first one we published, obviously. But it's actually chronologically, I think, like, the ninth. Yeah, and we we were both, like, 40, 42 when this came out? Yeah, we were both, like, in our 40s by the time the first book came out. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and we still outlive the guy. I mean, yeah. Like, barely. <laughs> I'm still 40. I'm still 40. I'm still 27. This is 40. Uh, <laughs> love that book, movie. Starring, featuring the singer I no longer speak of. Oh, did it? No. It did. Way to, way to kill our boners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Never killed his. This is, oh, uh, this is the fourth book to be published. It totally. Is, it is the sixth book chronologically. That is really cool. So I, I did not know when we read this again that this is book four. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was, um, what, uh, Redwall and then yeah. it was Mossflower. Mossflower, then Matameo, then Mariel. Yeah. That, that, I think that was the order. That makes sense. If not, it's close. Yeah. I think so. Uh, and I don't think I... Also, you've read this story before, not to get ahead. I have, yeah. I don't think I've read this one before. I don't know. Mm. 
Um, I, mean, I think I've said before that one of my favorites in the series, weirdly enough, and I read it before this one, was uh, the sequel, which is The Bellmaker. Yeah. I read um, these way out of order. My my notes are going to be on that, right? This is one of several books. Uh, t- is a, it's very unique because it's one of only several Redwall books to actually have a direct sequel. Yeah. Um, only so many of them do. Like, for example, Redwall had Matameo, mm-hmm. which I think featured like all, most of the main characters and also the son, Matameo. Yeah. Uh, this one had a features a straight sequel called The Bellmaker, yep. named after the, the character just as The Bellmaker. I think alert. the only other one, to my knowledge, again, I have a lot of gaping holes here, yeah. is um, is Martin the Warrior's story, which um, it's, it's a three-peat where it's Martin the Warrior, it's Moss Flower, and The Legend of Luke. Yeah, there, there, it's an interesting thing where te- technically like... Also, Pearls of Lutra um, stars the uh, um, uh, Metameo's son. Yeah, no, I saw I saw that. But however, I don't think it actually features any of like the yeah, I think everyone else is dead. Yeah. And uh you know, oddly enough, I know a lot about everything that you just said because it, it's sad. Um but like for example, even with the Esoteric, Mar- even us? with the Martin the Warrior essentially like prequel sort Martin of like tri- trilogy whatever. Yeah. It's, it's Martin. Martin. Um but like for, ex- for example, you said it goes like Luke the Warrior, which is the name of his L- dad. Legend of Luke. Legend of Luke, thank you. Legend of Luke, which is about his dad. Then it's about uh Martin the- then it's Martin the Warrior and then Mossflower? Yes. Okay. Martin Warriors is origin story. Although in that order, th- there was no like technically the first one that actually came out was Moss Flower. Yes. Then it was Martin the Warrior, and then Legend of Luke. And also on top of this, um, Legend of Luke isn't about Martin. It's just I think primarily about his dad. Well, no, I- I've read that one. Um, uh, book yeah. one is about Martin's desire to find out about his father. Book two is the entire epic about his father, Luke. And then okay, and then like the final chapters are like him like reflecting on having found out about his father. Okay. Okay. And uh, uh, it's very important that I actually brought up the uh, uh, Legend of Luke, right? Really? I did write down that fucking name, right? No, I'm sorry. Martin the Warrior. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, okay. So, again, this one ha- is one of several books only in the entire series that actually has a sequel. Yeah. Which is rare. Uh, many of the surviving characters from Mariel uh, appear in the Bell Maker. Yeah. Dandin, Mariel. Yeah. A lot of the, a lot, a lot of the main characters. Uh, spoiler for the, for this book, Oops. by the way. And, like everything we're saying. The fact that the sequel is called the Bell Maker. Yeah. Um, uh, which, which again is rare because like so few characters appear in more than one book. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's part of the charm of Redwall. Yeah. the The rare exception is of course Martin the Warrior, who either physically appears as like actually in the as a ghost, as a dream, is like mentioned as a dream, and apparently the the very first the first book that actually takes place chronologically, which is before Martin the Warrior, mm-hmm. which like also which one was that one? That's a uh, Lord Brock Tree. Oh, that's right. But also founding of Salamandistrin. Yeah, which like... Salamandistrin. Salamandistrin. Yeah, because I called it Salamandistron as a kid and listening to the audiobook, Salamandistrin. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, but even that one like actually has like a kind of thing about like, like oh, that there's going to be like a Martin the Warrior kind of dude. So he yeah. so he shows him everyone, hardly anyone ever saw repeats. Uh, Marielle? herself appears mm-hmm. in both books and is mentioned and, her and is mentioned in two other books she's mentioned in martin oh. the warrior and the long patrol oh now the interesting thing is the martin the warrior the book because it actually Why is would a, she be, oh is it as part of a, like the, the it's song? a story within a story where essentially yeah. the, like there's a wraparound thing where basically two people basically wander into Redwall while uh, a character uh the uh sactus is the abbot oh the abbot yeah so for example the the the, this story and and like both uh, Bell 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 uh, make yeah I, I I'm Sylvia trying Patton not to say Bell the Bell Jar, <laughs> uh, the Bell Maker uh-huh. and also um, Martin the Warrior has a, a very rare instance where characters actually appear in three books. Oh. So so for example, uh, Abbot Sactus of all characters, Abbot like Sactus of a all three people. Pete? Sure. Well, there. 
I mean, to, to the to its credit, they're all kind of like the underwhelming characters, like yeah. Brother Simeon. You know, I, I feel like uh, this, like maybe they do do this, and it's because I have too many holes in it. But I think the whole thing would have benefited that every next generation is like assisted by a young Dibbin who was uh, who was like like who became like the elderly librarian or something. Yeah, because every one of these books has an adventure of the elderly librarian. And and not to get too far ahead, but like there is an interesting sense where like. Like, I don't pick up on the references, but, like, they'll reference characters who are in, like, b- stories that took place chronologically. Like, like Gonf. In the past. Yeah. Gonf. Gonf. The mouse thief. Yeah, the mouse thief. He's Lupin. Yeah, is he? Well, I don't know. you know, you know, like, a thief character assists the protagonist, that kind of thing. And, uh... That so, kind of John. So, yeah, like, the three characters are not, like, the main characters in, like, these in these other two books. They're uh, Simeon, Dury Quill, son of... Gabe Quill. What kind of name is that? I don't know. It's a dumb name. I don't know. So, yeah. It's it her... has a word in it that I don't like. Quill. Abe. Oh, I gotcha. The Abrahamic God, I have a lot of issues. You got it. You're hard against the Jews, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. no. 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 Sorry, go on. Uh, no problem. No, that, that's really Bad it. premise. So, this is an interesting thing where maybe it's also... that. Th- uh, I said when I started uh, talking about Brian Jakes how, like, in the first books, there's some kind of, like, inconsistencies with, like, the world of Redwall. Yeah. With, like, like animals, how... Animals, the existence of bigger furniture of humans. Yes. Uh, about heaven and God, hell. yeah. Yeah, uh, where apparently there's no heaven. There's no heaven uh, once the story takes, like, really kind of, like, like figures itself out. There's no heaven, but they constantly refer to hell yeah. and hellgate. There's actually mm-hmm. a mention of hellgate in this one. Oh. Um, so, yeah, that's... that's Yeah, the, the story's kind of figuring itself out. So this one, he was like, this one's going to have a sequel, and I'm just going to have other characters. And after this, he's like, I hate it when characters appear in three books. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, man. So, uh, I mean, it, honestly, imagine like like you 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 come upon in your own imagination a never-ending oil spring of money. I mean, why why mess of perfection? Yeah. Speaking of an oil perfection, uh-huh. Gabriel, can you uh, recount to us what happens in M- Mariel? Mariel of Redwall. Of Redwall. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Yes. So again, allow, allow me to preface this description with the warning that every Redwall book is almost exactly the same it is all the same formula but let me plug in some pieces for you uh from the very beginning we have an amnesiac young mouse maiden who calls herself storm Gullwacker. yes because she has a very very powerful kind of demeanor she kicks ass and she uses a rope tied around her neck to fight off some fucking seagulls which mm-hmm. is pretty cool yeah, it, it turns it, it out it's just like the rope that she was like attached to, right? Yeah, she yeah. was attached to a rope, and she manages like like some rocks break, and she has the rope now it becomes her trademark weapon, yeah. which is pretty cool. But it turns out that her real name is Marielle, Marielle. and her and her father Joseph the Bellmaker mm-hmm. were captured by Gabool, a sea pirate rat, a sea rat pirate. A name I always think I'm getting wrong, and then I look it up, and I'm like, no, his name's Gabool. Yeah, there's a Gabool <laughs> and a Gabe, the Gabe Quill. So this book has something against me. I don't know what it is. It does. Yeah, yeah. So Gabool, the sea pirate, is a monstrous, evil Redwall villain mm-hmm. who goes on his own little journey of going insane because he wants to hang up the bell he stole mm-hmm. from a sinking ship. That's where Mariel and Joseph came from. Mm-hmm. He um, lords over his slaves and wants to hang up his bell. He commands his entire pirate army to find his ship and take over the take over all the all the pirate armies and he goes slowly insane yelling at a bell yeah 
Basically, from here, Marielle gets uh, picked up by some Long Patrol hares who take her on her way to Redwall. The, the hares, uh, there's, uh, let me see if I get this right, because I, 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 the names, there's like a million characters there's in each of these There's a million ones. Uh, there's a Colonel Clary. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, um, a Brigadier Time. Yes. And then there's the Honorable Rosemary, a.k.a. Uh, Han Rosie. Han Rosie. Um, I will get into this probably in part three, but um, her laugh... Yes, uh, we'll talk about that she has, later. She has a she has a characterful laugh, like yes. it's really high, and it's plot laugh. sensitive, which yeah, sure, it, it very much is thing. But yeah, they're they're uh, the rabbits are basically quintessential English soldiers. Yeah, they're English soldiers who serve underneath the Badger Lord of Salamandistrin. Yes, uh, which what's uh, his name? Rawhide? Ra, Ra, uh, Fuckrath? I don't know. F- Fuckrath? <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's good. Um, no, the Badger King. Ron Rav Rongard Ronglide There's like an angry word in there. Yeah, keep on going. I'll I'll keep look it up. I'll find I'll type uh, the Ron Blade Wide Stripe. Ron Blade Wide Stripe. Is that stripe. really his name? Is that kind of a razor that's like 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 Harry cells? Ron Blade. I think all right, listen dude, I think you just found four words and then put them <laughs> together there. Ron Blade Wide Stripe. He Tom Yorked it, just threw some cards in a hat. Basically, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> anyway, um back at Redwall, Mariel arrives and um uh, she meets Dandin and Dirty Quill, some other people. Yeah. Dandin is your young upstart at Redwall who has um has heroic lineage in him. He's descended from Gonf. And Gonf. very long story short. Uh, Dandin the mouse with Martin the Warrior's sword goes along with uh, with Marielle with her rope weapon and Tarquin the lo- other long patrol rabbit who loves uh, Tarquin, Rosie. Tarquin long leap wood sorrel. Yes, why not? <laughs> yeah. Um, they all go on an ep- like epic adventure mm-hmm. to defeat Gabul, rescue Joseph the Bowmaker, and find their destiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. That's, that's ba- uh, the other big thing is that um. Uh, I mean, this always happens in every book, right? Redwall riddles. Redwall rid- riddles, and also someone lay More siege like to Redwall. Red yeah, some other uh, pirates lay siege to Redwall. So, like, basically, uh, Gabul the Wild's second in command basically says, like, listen, you're Grey too- Patch? Grey Patch. You're getting Grey too Patch. crazy for me, dude. I'm gonna bail and steal, like, the, the fastest ship in the fleet. And basically, dark like, queen. gets gets away with it for the most part, even though Gabul's like, I'm gonna fuck him up. Get him back! I need him. I'm gonna- him. He's my boy. And uh and then so like Grey Patch immediately like you know swims out and then he he lands in Mossflower and he's like, Hey, look at this red wall. I'm gonna lay siege to it. Because that happens in every red wall book. <laughs> yeah, and there's, um, there's like a dighead squirrel named like Pagavulin or something. Uh yeah, there's there's an old fat crazy like survivalist squirrel yeah who uh, kind of like has this antagonistic relationship with mariel at pa- first until Pakatone. she's finally like fuck you dude i don't need you he's like whatever she's i was like, gonna eat you anyway you're gonna die yeah uh packetug packetug yeah i think he had like a first name it's not mentioned here but mm-hmm. um jeff besides that i'm trying to think if there are any kind of like loose strands during not this whole really thing, um, apparent- joseph becomes like a leader of the resistance yes yeah. they team up uh the, the 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 one really big like kind of like twist is that in the beginning um because as you said like gabul captured uh Mar- mariel mariel and uh and her father joseph like the the bell. uh and basically like like he he tries to kill mariel after mariel basically bests him in a in like a yeah, sort of fight pretty great scene um and then and then like basically he captures like joseph and like th- and like keeps saying you're gonna make me a bell tower and he's like no yeah why would i do that and then and then <laughs> and then gabul throws him out the window too yeah survives he needs to stop 
trying to throw people out the defenestrate window. Defenestrate people? Yeah. Gabul the defenestrator? He, he's not He's not a very good defenestrator. He is not. It's not they keep on living. It's like 20 feet high. <laughs> or something like that. I'll fucking kill him. Really this bad way. batting average. It's really, no, really not good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, but in like His later. His RBI is just like so low. <laughs> high? I know only so much about baseball. Uh, it is. Well, I don't know. Wait, you know, do you, okay. you know what an RBI is? I I was trying to read a golf a golf a golf uh, a golf. I have for some golf? reason I, that's Gonf? how I pronounce it. A golf. No, a, a golf uh, article, and I couldn't understand a word of it. Daniel, are you feeling the urge that I am now that I'm I'm entering my mid thirties, where I kind of want to golf. Uh, I do. I golfed briefly when I was, I think, in like my early twenties ish. Ish. Like, did you really? As in, like, I, I went, knew you briefly, like, like bowled almost competitively. Well, I no, I bowled. Com- you uh, bowled competitively. Competitively as a kid, yeah. That's fucking wild. But like, no, I, I like my dad took me to like the driving range, and basically, I kind of like learned to 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 uh, golf. And I can totally see that is a very your dad thing. To I, do. I can totally, I can totally. I think I was a teenager. I, I think I could totally understand like the joy of it because I can't stress like it's hard to hit the fucking ball. When oh you're no, driving. it's impossibly difficult. But when you do hit it. It is a very good feeling. No, I, I yeah. think like Kyle Kinane has an entire bit about this where when you're like a teenager, you watch skate videos and you're like, fuck yeah, fuck the man, beat up the security guard. <laughs> and then you're older, you watch his skate videos, you're like, oh, Tyler, you want to you wanna take care of your knees. You, you, you want to use them for golf later on and stop being mean to the security guard. All he wants to do is go home because he's underpaid. Yeah. Love Kyle Kinane. Who's Kyle Kinane? He's a great comedian. Uh, You'd love him. I, I Oh, yeah? Honestly, you want to watch one of his specials tonight? He's he's, fine, he's like my favorite working comedian. All right, fine. This guy over here. Oh my god, this oh, shit, shit. But um, that's the story, uh, pretty much. That, we discussed. That, that's the story. Oh, the the other big thing is that the, how this is a prequel to Redwall. The first one is that this is the bell that ends up in the red. red it's the wall. Joseph Bell. It is the Joseph. Is it called the Joseph Bell? It's called the Joseph Bell, and the Gullwacker becomes the rope for it. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about the Gullwacker. And and on top of this, like a uh, a bunch of like. Uh, kids have visions of Martin and he's like use that cloth for the Martin character and the tapestry like, how do you know what he looks like and he goes I have a feeling <laughs> uh, and apparently there's a lot of fucking like they, everybody leans a lot on that fucking tapestry huh yeah <laughs> like, no it's it's kind of like his you know whatever like kind of spiritual object he like occupies his sword his shield and his tapestry okay. yeah it's it's, Daniel, if you were to die and put your spirit into one of your items, what would it be? And why would it be your Shin Godzilla action figure? It would be my Shin Godzilla action figure because people years from now will be like, this is the Shin Godzilla action figure after they all vanished. And Makes look, sense. he managed to get the tailpiece on. See, honestly. That is in a Herculean task. Listeners, that actually was an entire endeavor. Yeah. Also, see the movie Shin Godzilla. You can check it out Great on Amazon. Movie. Mine would be the recorder I bought for one bit that never used again. <laughs> That's just similar. You look at that and you just go. How d- this is like the portrait of Dorian Gray, <laughs> <laughs> slowly deteriorating, yeah. whistling to me. All right, so that's it. Um, let's let's take a pause. All right, we're gonna do a game. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. And then when we come back from the game, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about our feelings. Our hot hot feels about Redwall. Muriel Redwall. Muriel Redwall. Redwall six, aka Redwall four. Yeah. Um, some new hope shit. Oh God, how am I gonna number this? Because I numbered the other one. No, I'm numbering them by publication number. Sure. Yeah. So number four. <laughs> Out of anything, I I find it less annoying than numbering numbering it by chron- chronology. Yeah, no one you know? no one does that shit. I'm not gonna call re- the first book Redwall Nine. Mm-hmm. You know. It's why it's why it's why A New Hope is Star Wars. Yeah. It's one. 
Plus, A New Hope is a bad title. Such a bad title. A bad... All right. Anyways, great of... town. Great town. Have you been to New Hope? No, not yet. It's wonderful. Okay, that's it. It's being of A New Hope. Let's go on break. We come back. We have a gameplay, right? All right. See you all at New Hope. See you at New Hope. Home of Ween. And we're back Hello. to Slow Readers. I'm still so, <laughs> wild. I'm still Gabe. I'm still Daniel. Yeah. I'm sorry that my reaction also after like yeah, the moment you petered out. You when, started the bit when we when I abandoned that bit. I physically brought up my phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You like uh, walked away from it actively. I, 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 you went to go get yeah. cigarettes and never come back. Basically, I walked out and like you were like, "Where's Papa going?" Yeah, and Mom's. You're supposed to like, join me. I don't think he's coming back. He's not so. coming back. Right. He'll be back for Christmas, maybe. <laughs> That's it. I'm sorry. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, this is Slow Readers. Game time. Game time. Gabriel, I believe you prepared for us. Daniel, you know that whenever I feel like I don't want to be too witty, and you know I love a witty game, I decide to just measure down on my ability to research, which is apparently more your skill, and I create one of your signature games. Yeah! We are doing Gatekeeper! 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 Jesus! Also, I just want to make a correction to, I think the last time we did Gatekeeper, the time yeah. before that. Um, so yeah, the Let It Die album. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> the it, covers, yeah. It, I thought it was, for some reason, I thought it was like all covers. I didn't think so. I thought it was about half. Yeah, like half less. of his covers. Yeah. So like, I, for some reason, I thought like, like in retrospect, it's like Gatekeeper was the only original track, but no, like the title track, uh, the other ones, uh -huh. <laughs> uh, Mushaboom, uh, you know, those are all like original tracks. Yeah, I'm like, Mushaboom is a cover? No, it's okay. not. Okay, no. you know, Inside and Out, definitely a cover. So, okay. Listeners, check out Leslie Feist's wonderful album, Let It Die, yeah. because it gives us the whole gatekeep. Have you heard of it? You know it. You've heard of it. So this game is a game that Daniel invented. Basically what happens is, I have an answer. Mm -hmm. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to let Daniel pick from one to ten clues. Mm -hmm. He's going to say either one to ten, and I'll read them out to him. What he can do is he can ask me a yes or no question at the cost of five points. But if he does not do that, every clue he has a chance, every clue or gate, he has a chance to either answer mm -hmm. at the cost of a point or pass at the cost of an additional point. I'd say the other way. Other, other way around. around. <laughs> it's a chance to pass for one point or guess for an additional point. Okay, yeah, that's so. Yeah, sense. whatever. It's fine. <laughs> you, you. It actually makes more sense to randomly. I guess. locked eyes with you, like and that. I'm like, is he gonna correct me? And he did. <laughs> no, I, I did the math, and I'm like, I think he did that backwards. I think he did it right. backwards too. Right. No, but right, that's right, cool. okay. It, it, uh, annoyingly difficult to describe. Huh? Yeah, no, we need a script for this. We gotta write it down. There, there, there's a faster way to do it. We need to be like, we, we can't be like season one uh, American Gladiator uh, people. We mm -hmm. need to be like season two or three, all right? Yeah, where Nitro stops wearing his headband. Yeah. I love that headband. And the suits get bigger. Yeah, even bigger <laughs> and no more executioner. Yeah, that's just too bad. <laughs> I, I mean, like the medieval shit. I do love that. Uh, Daniel, what is your high score at Gatekeeper? Is uh, it eight I played it or once. seven? <laughs> no, I've, I've done this a few before. I don't think I'm going to score. Oh, uh, I don't remember what. I've those definitely are. done it before with you. Let, let's let's let's. I just, just rarely do it. Let's uh, let's keep up with the uh, last time. So right now it's five. It's five. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I I I, as much as I love um, making gatekeepers, I prefer to do my antagonistic uh, wit games. Uh -huh. But I do enjoy a good gatekeeper. Gatekeeper. All right, Daniel. Hit the theme music. Hit the theme music. Or start it. So here <laughs> is your answer. Okay. It is. A television show mm -hmm. 
that Marielle Hemingway guest starred on. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, this is not good. Daniel's a, Daniel's a Hemingway expert of sorts. Uh, yeah, Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you also enjoy television. Y- yeah. So we'll see how this goes for you. I have to guess like a sitcom from like the 90s. Maybe. For those of you who don't know, Marielle Hemingway is Ernest Hemingway's granddaughter. It is, she's not to be confused with Margot Hemingway, Mm -hmm. who was like the super famous fashion model who committed suicide for Bichowitz in the 90s. This is Marielle, who most famously starred in Manhattan with Woody Allen. Yes. R.I.P. Marielle and Margot, both uh, 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 daughters of uh, Ernest's oldest son, Jack. And apparently he might have abused them. Yeah, but even like, like I don't want to get into it, but like I'm that's only going for the, what I hear. But yeah, yeah. that's not all right. Sorry. Anyway, okay. so Daniel, now it's your turn. Select your first gate from one through ten. All right. Uh, I'm gonna guess. You know what? Uh, I'm not gonna bother being clever about this. I'm gonna go with game favorite que- uh, numbers gate. Fuck. <laughs> I better even call it. <laughs> Solid. Uh, uh, <laughs> Number seven. Number seven. Here we go. Gate seven. Because again, Daniel, like as we've expressed before, the worst case scenario is you get it right away, mm-hmm. or you don't get it at all. Yes. So it's a fine, tricky balance. Somewhere in the middle of there. Yes. And, and I think you proved that because I think one of the best games was the 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 the, the thing one. Yeah, the thing uh, one where no, I I just I had a I had a gap in my knowledge. You're like you're like and it's I, I the thing. I ruled out the answer because of a gap in my knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, number seven. Directors of episodes of this show include Walter Hill, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Tom Hanks, and Rowdy Harrington, director of Roadhouse. These are directors of the show? Indeed. Episodes of this show. What the fuck? Yes. So what does that tell you? Uh... <laughs> I didn't actually never knew that Arnold Schwarzenegger directed anything. Neither did I. Is this? I wonder if this is the only thing that he directed, or if he directed more. I never thought to look into it. Okay, so it was uh, just real quick. It was a director of Roadhouse, you said, right? Yeah, Rowdy Harrington. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Walter Hill. Yes. And uh, was there another one? No, that was a four. All right. Good God. Uh, I I want to say this is. This sounds like a big. 80s thing it could possibly be in the 90s but i'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, i think i'm gonna put it it's either gonna be in one of those two decades i'm assuming okay uh that said i'm i'm gonna go move on to the next game all right daniel so select the number from one through ten except for seven i'm gonna guess number one number one mariel's episode aired in 1991 the first installment of this show Aired in 1989. Hmm. Hmm. So clearly, this is Full House. Yes. So you already <laughs> stated exactly what this clue was. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. This kind of clarifies it. It doesn't. It doesn't narrow it down at all, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is. All right. She's still alive. She's still doing shit. Yeah. Wait. This is Mariel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mariel's still alive. Yeah. Yeah, I said she's still alive. Oh, I thought you meant like at that point, as opposed to Margot, who's, no. who's dead. Um, oh, cool. no. Well, Mariel isn't really. Uh, I don't know if she's like acting anymore. I think she's retired from acting. She does bit parts though. Um, but the thing is, though, here, well, here's the other thing: is that uh, Schwarzenegger became governor in the early aughts and whatnot. So yes. he basically quit Hollywood by like he was like done with Hollywood around like 2000, 2001. Yeah. So it couldn't have been after that. Okay. Um. So and like clearly he became big in like the 80s. Mm-hmm. So like that that would have time coded it. So, but. I mean, to like 15 years. 
doesn't really help. But uh, sure. <laughs> even the fact that knowing that it's 18, it started in 89. Uh, her episode was 91. Yes. And apparently this was a massive TV show to mm-hmm. have been directed by all those A-class people. Indeed. That's it. I'm, I, and more. That's it. I'm not, I don't know. And more, yeah. I, I'm going to I'm gonna pass to the next game. Okay, Daniel. Select your next number. All right. I'm going to go for number 10. Number 10. Oh, that's a good one. Or maybe it's useless to you. Who knows? Gatekeeper. Number 10. Oops, my watch hit the... That's the new sound of The microphone arm. M. Night Shyamalan was reported to be helming a reboot in 2016, but it fell apart due to legal rights issues. Hmm. What does that say, Daniel? Oh, man. Uh, I'm... I'm gonna make a guess. This is like a show that I'm kind okay. of like. It's like I think it could be this, but I could also be like You're keeping a, score. Right? I could be a decade off. I'm at like a eight right now. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna make a while. I could be like a decade off from when this show was actually around okay. or whatever, right? But I'm gonna guess. Mm-hmm. The Outer Limits. Daniel, uh-huh. that is incorrect. Okay. You are down one more point. Yeah, I'm down to I'm down to six actually. Then You're I'm down to go six. To the next one. Okay. Uh, I wish I could tell you if you're close or not. Yeah, I'm not Shyamalan wanted to redo it in Indeed. 2016. And I can tell you if you're Because I was thinking, like, it could be Twilight Zone. Do you know when that, when in the Outer Limits, was that, like, a decade or two before that or something? During the original run of Twilight Zone? No, no, Outer Limits. Oh, the original run. Um, they were, like, concurrent. I think Outer Limits They were came concurrent? Out, Outer Limits came out shortly after Twilight Zone, I believe. Okay, no, I was thinking that the Outer it, Limits... It was a copy. Was, like, also, like, yeah, like, if maybe... If we're wrong, please. Maybe Outer right Limits came out, like, after... Anyway, whatever. Uh, Someone was like, "What? We need a Pepsi." How fucking dare you not know when Outer Limits the came out? Pepsi you is the Coke of the Quad Twilight Zone, starring Jordan Peele. All right, you Mountain Dewers. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna. Okay, so I'm gonna guess another one. I'm gonna go for Miss Daniel. Number nine. Number nine. Ooh. Okay. This is interesting. Some of its spinoffs include an animated series and two. Failed feature films. Hmm. So, an animated series. Indeed. And two failed feature films. Yes, indeed. Oh, boy. This is gonna feature be films like a... were not good and were not received well. Okay. <laughs> Damn. That's going to be... That's intense. Mm-hmm. I'd be crazy if this is like... It, it's, there's no way that... No, this isn't an animated show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, 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 would make, it would make sense that... Well, like, why would of... there be a spin-off of an animated show afterwards? Well, that's a good point. I was thinking that, yeah, okay. Uh, oh my god, what would that be? Mm-hmm. An animated show. Yes. What was... Uh, like? And two feature films that did not do well. Hmm. What the fuck would that goddamn be? What, what was like a huge... What the fuck would that goddamn be? Blockbustery kind of thing. What the fuck would that goddamn be? It, it's like, you know what? It's like the annoying thing is that like Twin Peaks would be like the perfect like time for that almost. But I'm like, but it's not Twin Peaks. What the fuck would it goddamn be? Yeah, uh, so, god damn, you know what, no, honestly, I, I'm still drawing a blank. Okay, okay. I know it's gonna be, like, really, like, obvious when I when I guess it, so, I'm down to five. Down to five! But, uh, I'm gonna guess another one. I'm okay. gonna guess number five. Number five. This is an interesting one, that right. maybe, maybe this will be what you need, but we're not sure. Number five. The source 
for this story, for this episode's story, mm-hmm. came out in 1951. Hmm. The source for this episode's story uh-huh. first appeared in 1951. God damn it. What the fuck would that goddamn be? What the fuck would that goddamn be? What the fuck would that goddamn be? Hmm. It's... Oh my god. It's Walter Hill, Tom mm-hmm. Hanks, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Uh, it came out... Uh, the show started in 1989. Yes. It... Animated show? God damn it. <laughs> Ah, oh, man. An animated show of two failed movies. Yes. Uh, her episode came out in 1991. Mm-hmm. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan wanted to restart it. Yes. God damn. I'm trying to think about, like, all, like, the like the, the action-y sci-fi fantasy stories at the time. Because I was thinking, mm-hmm. like, like, Xena? No. <laughs> there were no movies of Xena. Nor he, Hercules, no. Tom Hanks definitely directed an episode of Xena. I don't look. That's such a bizarre <laughs> collection of names. Well, Sam Raimi actually, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell did in fact direct multiple episodes of Xena. Yeah, that makes sense though. They would do. That. Yeah, they would. do It that. wouldn't be like Sam Raimi and Tom Hanks. Yes, <laughs> like exactly. that, That's the weird. Tom Hanks and Arnold Schwarzenegger both directing episodes of this show. I'm just like, what the? I mean. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't know that Tom Hanks was directing shit back then either. Yes. In 80, in 89, in 91, roughly. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. What is your score right now, Dave? Uh, five. And I think it's going to go down to four. In a I'm going to soften one of my answers once you get to it. Okay. All right. Eventually. Um, but you have yourself to land on it, so I'm barely helping you. And also, the uh, the property first came out in uh, 51. Or earlier. Or earlier, you said no. I thought you said the the source. What was the source it? for the episode story. The episode. Okay. The tension is palpable. No, I want to make a good guess, but it's like oh, that's probably not right. There's also like these are shows that I have not seen. I, I whatever the show is, I have not seen it. Mm-hmm. I can tell. Um. So I'm, I'll tell you what. I'm just gonna move on. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna play it safe. And, and go down to four. Okay, four points. Gabriel, mm-hmm. I'm going to guess three. Number three. Yeah. Oh, this was not going to help you at all. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the episode co-stars Andrew McCarthy of Pretty in Pink and St. Elmo's Fire and David Hemmings of Blow Up and Camelot. All right, next gate. Yeah, and it's not helping you uh, So I'm down to three. Down to three. Uh, I'm going to guess... Uh, which ones haven't I guessed two? You have not guessed two. You have not guessed uh, six. You have not guessed eight. Okay. I keep on saying gassed. Gassed. I have not gassed. Gassed. Royale. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess two. Two. This show had unprecedented freedom from censorship by its network, HBO. But in order to gain the money of big syndication, they also created less graphic versions of the show. I have no idea what this is. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's annoying because, yeah, again, like it's gonna it's gonna hurt when I find out what this is. I don't know. <laughs> oh my! What, what HBO shit was around back then? I kept forgetting that HBO actually. Daniel's Arliss. Yeah, it's Arliss, obviously. 
Like, it's like, wasn't back then... No age- one gets that joke, by the way. I'm, I'm almost certain there's not a single listener of this show who knows what Arliss is. I actually don't know what Arliss is. I only know the joke from the name. From <laughs> Norm MacDonald playing David Letterman being like, Arliss. Arliss was a uh, sports comedy show of about a sports agent um, uh, featuring Sandra O. Oh. Okay. I mostly know it because I'm uh, Sarah Silverman's father, famously a huge fan of Arliss. And she makes constant reference to him loving Arliss. Alright. It's just like an old man show. It's an, show it's an old of... fucking dad show. Alright. I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know that they were making shows besides like softcore porn and like sports mm-hmm. things back then. Uh, you so know Daniel, what? all you have left is number four and number six. Yeah, moving, And number eight. So I'm moving on. I'm gonna guess the next one, right? Okay. So uh, it's number four, six, and eight. Wait, which one did I guess last time? You guessed number two. Okay, so four, six, and eight? Yes. Alright. Is that right? Yeah, it makes sense. I guessed uh, wrong. At least once. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess number four. Number four. Of any ideas I Here we go. All right. The episode has distinctly uncomfortable date rapey elements due to the use of a love potion. This sounds like the most made-up show ever. <laughs> well, funny you should say that. All right. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I swear to God, this is like amazing stories or something. Like I'm going to fucking punch <laughs> the wall. <laughs> um, <laughs> a love potion. A love potion. Yeah. All right. And I'm assuming this is some kind of anthology s- show. Because you said that the source material for this, the, the Muriel Hemingway yeah. story. Because you are two gates from ending, I will say, yes, it is an anthology show. Yes. It is an anthology show. Mm-hmm. I don't know any except for me. Ama- you know, I'm just going to guess Amazing Stories. This is it Amazing Stories? It is not, Daniel. Okay, so I'm down to zero. Down to zero. Okay. We're going to the negative numbers. Moving on. Do you want to wrap it up or do you want to guess no, no, the last no, two? No, I'm going to the negative. Okay, here we go. So, uh, so I, I can You have be- six and you have eight. Six and eight. I'm going to guess... I don't know. Which is the lucky number? Uh, I'm going to guess six. Six. This show was an American production, except for its final season, which is filmed in England, featuring guest spots from Steve Coogan, Ewan McGregor, Daniel Craig, and Bob Hoskins, who also directed an episode. So this is a very long-running show. Apparently. Oh man, I have no idea what to make of that. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Uh, 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 let's just move on to the next one. Okay. <laughs> the final one is number eight. Yeah. I'm at negative one, by the way. Richard Donner and Joel Silver were on the set of Lethal Weapon when they got the idea to co-produce the show because one of them failed to get an adaptation off the ground. They were watching Lethal Weapon and were like, hey, They were let's on the set a- of Lethal Weapon. Okay. And and they were like, hey, let's make this show because we, I don't know, I give up. What is it? Daniel, unfortunately, worst case scenario reached. The answer is HBO's Tales from the Crypt. Really? Okay. Yes. That was an HBO show? It was. I did not know that. I, actually, I'm surprised you didn't know that. That one of my weirdly one of my most distinct memories of my childhood is going to atlantic city my parents and all our friends went to go see some singing show things leia salonga do miss saigon or some ethnic nonsense <laughs> leia salonga is a hero but me and my brother in this 
hotel room in Atlantic City, watched a random episode of Tales from the Crypt because it was on HBO, and my brother said, this show has tits in it. And it was a very, very disturbing episode about a woman who gets her husband killed and she turns him into soap and she washes off the soap, <laughs> her skin burns and the Crypt Keeper's like, <laughs> it turns out that there's a lot of acid in the human body. <laughs> All right. But Mariel Hemingway was in an episode called Love to Death, which uh-huh. originally was written in uh, EC Comics Tales from the Crypt number 25. Mm-hmm. In Los Angeles, aspiring screenwriter Edward Foss from Indiana has a crush on his neighbor Miranda Singer. However, Bimbo Miranda is a gold digger who does not give any attention. His unrequited love is noticed by his creepy landlord, Mr. Strawnham, who offers Edward a love potion in order to seduce Miranda. Mm-hmm. Climax, um, uh, he gives the potion to her and she wants to fuck him nonstop and when he gets irritated... Uh, he tries to poison her to death. They switch glasses. He dies. And then at the in the afterlife, she shows up being like, I still love you. Let's be here together forever. Except I killed myself and I'm horribly disfigured. It's a very misogynistic story. Yeah. yeah Deeply sound, misogynistic yeah. story. Sounds like most of the things that Marilyn Hemingway, unfortunately. See, like most of the things that Tales from the Crypt did. Yeah. Oh, that too, I'm sure. No, I, did, I had no idea that was an HBO show. Yeah. Also, I honestly forget obviously that tales of the crypt is a thing yeah Arnold Schwarzenegger directed an episode he did okay and Michael J. Fox also directed one ah. a bunch of random people did one it's a charm of as you said like HBO was just throwing money at it because they were essentially being like hey Michael J. Fox one of the biggest movie stars in the world do you want to direct yeah no what <laughs> happened was that, like Donner and Silver and Walter Hill were like hey we wanted the tales from the crypt and they're like you can get fucking all these people to do episodes then <laughs> sold all right. Well, that's yeah. cool. All right. Have but... you, do you have any history? Have you watched any episodes? I don't think I've seen a single episode of Tales of the Crypt. I, I don't. They're th- charming, but they're also, they've dated themselves. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they, I mean, they're literally they're just They're also like, not streaming. They're, yeah, they're also like extremely, I'm sure everybody involved with those don't want to. Yeah, don't like have the rights. They're literally like the grimy, grody stories that like they made for cheap or whatever, or not cheap actually. Like the people made it got paid a lot, but like mm-hmm. the shows I'm sure were cheap. But um, no, I'm trying to think like, because uh, I, I know Creep Show much better, which is like another Oh, thing. that's part of it because um, um, Silver and Donner, they were, I think one of them was involved and they wanted to get it going off the ground and when that failed they were like well we can't make Tales from the Crypt now and the two powers of them combined they talked to HBO and were like how about we do Tales from the Crypt also also, um, the Meryl Hemingway story was based on a story that came out in, in the comics yeah back in the EC comics okay okay and the episode was in 1991 okay alright alright okay. whereas her it's the whole thing's her and lingerie wanting to fuck Andrew McCarthy to death yeah Sounds exciting. It sounds very, very mature. Uh, that's it. That's how we play. That's Gatekeep. it. That's how you feel. Gatekeeper. <laughs> I, I made a pause if I was going to insert the music. I'm not going to insert the yeah. music at this point. All right, Gabe. Uh, yeah, good job. Clearly the game <laughs> sometimes like... Eh. Sometimes happens. That, I'm sure maybe there's, there's people out there being like, Tales of the Crypt. Yeah. Tales of the Crypt. You know, someone out there is like, that's my favorite episode of Tales of the Crypt. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Well, you know, it's 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 as you described it. People were like, I'm going to watch this because it have tits on TV. Can you imagine mm-hmm. it? Tits on TV. Yeah. yeah. No, I wonder, like, like if you had guessed um, Gate 2 right away, it would have been like an HBO show if that would have, like, slowly narrowed it down. But it, you didn't know it was an HBO it, show. No, for, I don't. I'm trying to think if that would have, like... Because first of all, I had no idea it was an HBO show. Second off, it's like, would well, that even helped? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. But anyway, all right. But that said, good job, Gabe. Hey. Uh, that's it. We're going to go on break. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we're going to talk about 
our feelings. Listeners, if you knew the answer and want to rub it in Daniel's face, tweet at him at Top Gallant Radio. <laughs> yes, tweet at me. I will literally tweet you back a shrugging face, a shrugging <laughs> emo- emo- emoji. Anyway, but that's it. Let's go to break. Okie dokie. And we're back. Hi. Two. Slow. Run. Eat. Dirt. Boom. America's Vice Best Social Podcast. That's us. This is a show about books. Yes, I'm still Gabe. I'm still Daniel. That that, that was a that was a long, long, like terrible battle of a uh, of a gatekeeper. Yeah, no, it wasn't terrible. It, it just like I mean, there were many was, casualties. There are many casualties. Many people died, but don't worry, it's all the, their side. Yeah, they were all ethnics. It's okay. More than anything, I just look at the time. I'm like, oh man, it's gonna be another long <laughs> episode just because of the game. Same thing as the last time I did gate. Uh, I played Gatekeeper where, with like, me it went on for a long time. Yeah, yeah. With no, with the other one. <laughs> well, I don't know, Sean. Yeah, Sean was Sean's better at it than you are. Sean Hayes, host of the Smartless Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Earless. It's a really good show, Smartless. Yeah. Smartless. Yeah. Have you heard it? No, Smartless. Smartless. Yes. What? It, no. What? It, what? In <laughs> in a in a unfortunate dig to our dear friend Sean Hayes of the Whipper On podcast, Sean Hayes of Will and Grace has started a podcast with um uh, Will Arnett and Jason Bateman called Smartless. It's a podcast. It's good. Okay. RDJ is in it. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Anyway. RDJ, famous from Doolittle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, Gabriel, now is the part of the show where we, talk, okay. where we talk about our feelings. Yeah. And Gabriel, uh-huh. before we do that, I want to pump the brakes right here. And I just okay. want to have, I just want to send out a special message to you, the listener out there. I know you're listening. Hello, listener. There's a podcast out there and it mentions your favorite thing in the world called Redwall. And you're the person who writes the Wikipedia page. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, Gabriel, not to get too far ahead, but, like, sometimes when I'm not entirely, like, like with the story that I'm reading, especially for this show, I'll, like, read the Wikipedia page being like, what's what's happening? Whatever. Yeah. Like, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll do that, right? We if want I'm feeling... a refresher. We read the books, but also it's nice to have, like, bullet points. Yeah, also, there's, like, so many fucking names and shit. Um, You're a real I'll, goddamn show, guys. I'll get into my, my feelings about that later. But, so, I was reading the Wikipedia page, and I'm reading this, and, like, now and then there's, like, a word choice that kind of makes me go, like, eh. and then, like, finally, after a while, I'm like, what? 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 What the fuck is wrong with this person? Mm-hmm. It's both very well written, but also like someone is really like stroking themselves off over the like vocabulary. Daniel, have you ever heard the the, the, the true legend of the original text of Frankenstein? No. So the original Frankenstein was written by Mary Shelley, who was young as fuck and was brilliant and was goth and emo as flying hell. Yeah. And she told the original tale of of the modern Prometheus. And she wrote this whole book. And it was so good. Percy Shelley and Lord Byron were like, dude, this is so good. Couple notes, though. And apparently, specifically, Percy Shelley, who loved 50-cent words, Mm -hmm. revised the transcript for Frankenstein and turned it into this lugubrious, awful 50-cent word mess. (laughs) When the original version was Mary Shelley writing it fairly plainly. Mm -hmm. So the reason why Frankenstein is unreadable is because of Percy Shelley, who thought bigger words made text better. Yeah, that old that old classic British kind of thing about like nut. about like let me show how much of a writer I am. 
by kind of using the words that like nobody knows. Exactly. Also, like you know, like using kind of like more uncommon words is fine. Usually, because I don't know about you, but like if you're reading something and like there's a word that you don't understand, sometimes you can figure out what it means through like context. Sure. Through, like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. You get what it means. Yes. Like a uh, a uh, good. Wordies, good writing, good prose writing, good mm-hmm. vocabulary is all about like it paints an image in your mind yes. through like the words and how it's used. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes you'll throw in a word, and if it's like unnecessarily huge, it's just like a big dumb yeah. rock in the middle of the sentence without any kind of un- like understanding. Like one of my favorites, is surreptitious. I have never looked up the word, the, like the literal definition of surreptitious, but I know what it is because yeah. good writers know how to use it well. There, there's words here that like I I never bat an eye when reading it by anyone else, but like the per- here's the first one. The first one, this one isn't that bad, but like this is an example about like kind of like just like a bad worst usage, right? The mouse maid launches a trenchant attack, but is stabbed. Like trenchant isn't necessarily a bad word, but like it's an extra adjective that doesn't need to be there. Yeah, and it's exactly. Like it fi- would be yeah. the same sentence if you got rid of that word. Also, I like how you keep, I, I call them $50 words. You keep calling 50 cent words. Yeah, I thought the, I thought the more common term is like cent. I thought it was dollar. I don't know. They're worth more. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think it's funny that like, it's like, I'm oh, a man at a time. Do you have a, you're, you work by a different economy there. <laughs> Listeners write into us. What is the more common nomenclature using that exact word? Do you say a cent word or a dollar word? Uh, uh, moving on. So here I copy pasted them, right? And this is to you out there. The person they're writing terrible. the fucking Wikipedia Whoever page. you are, fuck yourself. Uh, okay. Here's the next one. You, you, you show some kind of, it, it's like written by like a really kind of smart high schooler who loves Redwall, mm-hmm. but like. They're a good writer and they kind of know it and like they think that they this is how to express being a good writer. It would break my heart if this was an older person. Probably is. Uh, here's a, here, here's the next one. Grey Patch arrives at Redwall and parlays with the abbot in a bid to have the abbey's gates opened, but is injured by a lapidious turnip. Fuck you. What is that? I don't I I, I don't what know. What does what that word means. mean? What's lapidious? I'm looking at. I, right I don't now. know if I'm pronouncing this right. Okay, moving on because mm-hmm. they get worse. They're they're gonna get worse as they go on. An opprobrious troublemaker named named Big 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 Fang inveigles the group to abandon Grey Patch and return to the Dark Queen. Let me say it again: An opprobrious troublemaker named Big Fang inveigles the crew to abandon Grey Patch and return to the Dark Queen. Like, if I'm reading a sentence and I I stop a word, being like, "Ah, that's not good writing." Hold on a minute. Here we go, Lapidius. I looked up Lapidius. It's not in the dictionary website. Can you spell it? Uh, it's kind of... <clears throat> L-E-P-I-D-I-D-I-O-U-S? L-A-P? L-A-P-I-D-I-D-I-O-U-S? E-O-U-S. L-A-P-D-E? Sorry, can I get one more time? L-A-P-I-D-E-O-U-S. E-O-U-S. And then turn up. Lapidius... Of the nature of stone. Suck a dick. A stone turnip? Is that what happens? Like a hard... It, it hit him hard. Stone? Hard? And it, yeah. And inveigled means to persuade. Okay. What? Bullshit. But, uh, yeah, like, anyway. No, two more. <laughs> uh, oh, I love appropriate. <laughs> appropriate troublemaker. Does that mean troubling troublemaker? Like Probably. a troublesome troublemaker? It's like a double kind of... It has to kind be. Of phrase Harsh that. criticism or censure. All right. Anyway, uh, next one. However, the fearsome creature... <laughs> Sorry. All right. Let me say This isn't a bad word, but like it's used poorly again. Mm-hmm. However, the fearsome creature 
capitulates after being pelted by several rocks from the surface. It, Needless. Again, it's kind of like, it's like, that is a word, yes. And I think in other, it's one of those things where like, I've I've understood this word in ver- in other sentences. Yeah. Used in here, I'm like, what? What does capitulate means? What? Yeah. No, like, like this is this is like the perfect example of exactly what George Orwell was all about. Yeah. He's like, stop. Yeah. Why are you doing this? You're not smart because you use words that sound different. All, all, you're, all you're doing is uh, putting a barrier over what you actually mean. Exactly. Yeah. You're hiding something. And or in this exact example, you're trying to prove something to someone that probably doesn't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. Other other Red Wall fans. Because mm-hmm. let me tell you, you know who doesn't af- appreciate these words? Yeah. Jakes. Exa- why, why are you gatekeeping? Okay. Don't gatekeep. Gatekeeper. All right, next one. This is the worst one. This is the one that made me pause and made me be like, all right, this is the thing, right? Let me look it up. All right, there's two words, mm-hmm. as always. All right, I'm going to try to like, read this without We're laughing. smart, well-read guys. Yeah. We're dumb. We're, we're stupid fucking, dudes. We're so apparently. fucking dumb. Right? According to like, the writer of this Wikipedia article. We're dumb. All right. Storm and Packetung. <laughs> One second. Storm uh, I was about to look up Packetung. I also can't fucking get over this guy's name. Yeah. Storm and Packetung are obdurate and intransignant creatures and they soon part ways not to pace peacefully obdurate and intransignant 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 i don't yeah intransigent intransigent basically like i i think like i'm reading this and i'm like do you mean they're conflicting they're the same word yeah are they the same word okay basically they both mean stubborn they both mean stubborn yeah or just be like contentious yeah yeah contentious sure the best word there or just say stubborn Obdurate and in, intransigent. They're <laughs> both intransigent. They're the same word. So anyway, so you out there in the, who writes the wiki page, this is a lesson on writing. Consider yourself fucking schooled. Yeah. Uh, because, like, look, that's that's going too far, right? I, I think it's a funny thing that, like, uh, um, I've been friends with you for a very long time, and you've always been of the, of the, of the Hemingway school of, like, Less words of the of like not to, to make it less pretentious of the strunk and white thing of you know what the elements of style is it means use less words mm-hmm. be smart don't obfuscate for example saying that word just <laughs> fucking chill out <laughs> stop doing that if you're confusing your audience you're putting a barrier against people who want to read your work what child is reading the Mariel of Redwall Wikipedia and understands we're grown men mm-hmm. who read. We love books and we're both writers and we're like inveigles. Inveigles. In that's the one where I'm like, I've never even that, fucking that's, heard that's that. That's the one. worst word. That's but the, the worst. The worst word. one was definitely the last one though. That was the one that made me just. And feel it's like, it's I, like I don't know who you are. If somehow magically listen to the show, come on here and I want to yell at you for about an hour. Yeah. Just stop. But yeah, so that's, that's, that's... Readings for everyone. So that's... You wonder why people hate to read. It's because of you. It's because of... It's because of you. So that's it. Mm-hmm. Muriel. Muriel? Ritwell. Of Courage the Cowardly Dog? Gabriel. Yes, Danny. Uh, also, oh, we didn't mention this. I'm sorry. How did you... This episode is going to be so fucking long. <laughs> Gabriel, how did you... Daniel, just well, story. we we pulled the classic Freaky Friday, uh-huh. and um, uh, because we switched um, into our mother's bodies, exactly. <laughs> okay. uh, honestly, I'd have a great time. My mom was just a relaxed Weird. person. Uh, My mom just watched birds. How did you enjoy the story? <laughs> anyway, um, the deal is that I'm uh, so. We switched spots here, and I'd like to recommend this to any of you listeners out there. We don't get paid for this, obviously. Get the Overdrive app, exactly how it's spelled, Maximum Overdrive, one word. It's Overdrive, um, and it allows you to borrow, as long as you have a library card, 
anywhere in America, I believe, you can borrow books, Kindle style, or you can borrow audiobooks for free. And I do want to say, we are paid, however, to encourage readers out there to go check out the movie Maximum Overdrive. Check out Maximum Overdrive! Written and directed by Stephen King about cocaine and King trucks. King of cocaine <laughs> and electricity, boys. Yeah. But so, basically, um, yeah, so I got off the overdrive, and what I intended to do, because these books are, they're not that cheap, I don't have that much money, <laughs> so I got it for free, and I intended to get the, because, uh, uh, the, the, the ebook, because as far as the series has gone, Daniel's been listening to the audiobook, and I've been reading the ebook, mm-hmm. and last week, lo and behold, Daniel's like, fuck this, I'm not doing the ebook anymore, I'm reading. Or, yeah, last, last week I said I'm not doing the audiobook anymore. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Specifically because, and again, I don't know why this would be the first one you've been listening to, but, like, uh, uh, the audiobooks, except for, like, the first one, Redwall, maybe, like, one or two others, like, there's the only audiobook version of these is are full cast readings. Full cast readings, where Brian Jakes himself does the narration, and it sounds like some of the later ones, like, he did, like, live, like, all the actors were in the same room. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, like, uh, I complained last time that, like, I couldn't take it. Uh, they're, they're tough. And, and but I couldn't take it anymore. And after a while, I was, like, I had, I was kind of getting really sick of it during listening to Redwall. But I was like, overall, I liked it. The second one, uh, Hyrule Lane, that we did last time. You need to listen to one of these a year. Yeah, that that's better. Yes. Um, but that said, like, at that one, I made it about two or three hours in. And I'm like, I'm done. I'm not doing this. I, yeah. I hate this. This is, this is unpleasant. Uh, the big reason I gave last time, I'm sorry, I don't, uh, uh, you know, but how um, dare? But uh, it was like the idea that like there were the different animal voices. Their characters uh, are screech. The actors are like screeching their lines. Yeah, because like they're high pitched, excited animal noises. Yeah, they're 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 fulfilling exactly what the character is. Yes, they're doing their job very well. They're doing their character is great. However, the audio isn't mixed well, so like the character screeching would be like these high pitched, shrill, piercing noises into your ear, and then Brian Jakes' voice would be a real low down here. So like I turn it down so it didn't hurt my ears. I'm wearing headphones, and then and then I couldn't hear Brian Jake's fucking like softly mumbling the fucking narration. So, but I'm sorry. I just want to say that real quick because it's still yeah. It kind of no, no, that that is that is completely like like accurate because so I listened to it this time and I must admit this time I did not finish. Well, I read this book many, many years ago in my, like, in my teen years. So I've read it before, but it's been long enough time that I don't remember it that well. And I bailed on this son of a bitch, like on, (laughs) on the audiobook, I just couldn't do it anymore. And I think the exact moment it happened, well, no, first of all, what happened was, um, I thought I'd been listening to it to completion. Mm -hmm. I thought I was almost done. And then it was like, book two begins now. And I'm like, this has been like 15 hours. There's more. <laughs> but the other, the thing, the, the thing that kind of broke me before was, uh, was uh, in the text, Hun Rosie, mm-hmm. who's a wonderful member of the Long Patrol. Mm. She notably has a very, very shrill laugh. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the actress really goes for it. Yeah, which is again great because yeah. that's the character. Yeah, no. Uh, 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 may, may I try to impersonate her her thing? Yes, but lean back and turn okay, your face away okay. from the mic. Um. So, so it would be like, and then, Hun Rosie said, <laughs> and I would be like, oh my god, that's the worst sound I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> and. Can you imagine being a parent in a car listening to the Redwall books on tape because your kids love these books? And this actress who is giving it her all, bless uh-huh. her, she's amazing, like, 
I don't know why they they did this. Yeah, well, I I I doubted you. You told me that these audiobooks are mixed weird and they make you f- and you, they hurt your head. Yeah, and I'm like, I bet it's fine. And I listened to it. I'm like, no, he was right on the point. Yeah, and I I'm I'm actually I'm grateful to hear that too because I felt bad that I couldn't get through it last time because I forgot that I almost gave up on reading listening to the Redwall one. Uh, for kind but of like the same did. reason, and then I skipped over the Sparrow stuff because like the Sparrow actors were all talking really high pitched. And that Daniel says I did my spa- my impression of Hunter Rosie. Do you want to lean back and do your Sparrow? Oh no, impression? I, I know I won't be able to do it. It's gonna be embarrassing. No, um, I just embarrassed myself. Yeah, but you love doing that. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, but the um, but no, I almost get. Then I skipped that, and then things were fine after that. You know, but like. Hyra Lane had a lot of high pitched voices, and like it was also just made it hard to follow because it yeah, was, it's like, hard to understand. Hard to understand. Brian Jakes is talking really fast because he's been he's been doing like fucking fifteen of these ten hour things for a while. At this point, he's just reading really fast and yeah, his game now. Right, right, right. And then people are screaming, but it, it, they're also hard. And also, like the the they have songs. This one has songs. The songs are wonderful. Hyra Lane. Has I songs. love the songs. They sound fantastic. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm. But that said. Did you like this? So um, you yeah. finished it. The, Did you like the the besides the the audio besides the obvious stuff? Mm. Did you enjoy Mariel of Redwall? Uh, I believe this is the first time I'm reading Mariel, but I don't know if I've read this one before. Mm. Um, and I read this on ebook. And that said, I'm very done with Redwall at this point. Yeah, I'm very done with That's it. That's so funny. Uh, it, like it's hard to. I can't stay mad at it. At, at all? No, they're joy. They're, they're so because like they're they're fun. You know the people who love these absolutely love these. Yeah. Um, I didn't mention this. I'll mention it very briefly. I'm sorry, but like uh, I looked up like I was looking at Brian Shakes interviews last time, mm-hmm. and I found one where like some guys like like here's the biggest Redwall collection. Like, of all, like, Redwall stuff, like, various books. He has, like, rare copies of them. He has, like, the figurines that are so out of print. And, like, like cookbooks and, like, tabletop games and everything like that. Here's the thing. Picture that guy in your head, right? Mm-hmm. That guy who would do that. And then throw it away. Because this guy runs a bodybuilding YouTube channel. <laughs> in my mind, he was Wormtail from Harry Potter. Nah. He was, he was, he was uh, Timothy Spall. Nice. No, no. He's, like, a good-looking dude buff. And he's, like, look at my toy. Look at my Redwall. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, which is cool, right? Oh, whatever. Uh, but like, but Did like, you know, he like he like works out, but instead of like uh like like a uh, American Psycho, he's like pumping weight and staring at his Redwall books, <laughs> like he's he's having sex and he's like flexing, looking at his Redwall books. Like everyone needs to be dressed as a Redwall. At the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but okay, but I, I don't, I can't stay mad at it, and I don't want to stay mad at it. But reading this, like. Reading Redwall the first one was like fine. I wasn't, I wasn't excited about it. Uh, Hyrule Lane was a chore to listen to the audiobook. You made it sound just exciting, and I feel yeah, like I liked Hyrule Lane. I, I feel like if you were going to explain what happens, I've liked everyone I've read. I feel like if you were to explain what happens in this one, it would be like that sounds cool. Yeah, reading them aren't very exciting. No, they're long. They're first off, they're so long. I to show uh, to, needlessly long to show how done I was with Redwall. Um, I was getting, I was getting. It took me a while to get through the first like an ebook form, which is like five hundred something pages. Like, it Plus got you're, me, you're reading on a desktop, aren't you? Oh yeah. Then I skipped to the desktop, and that made it slightly easier, like for the second half of this. But um, but it got me. It took me a while to read through the first hundred pages. Every time I jumped back to the Redwall, where like, cause 
uh, there's three stories going on in the beginning, right? I always skip the red wall puzzle parts. That's exactly what I did. Um, but uh, in this one, there was like, there's Gabul being a madman, being like, hey, here's a, here's my second in command, huh? Ha, 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 I killed him. <laughs> hey, uh, little dormouse, go get this bell and make it sing. Yeah, but it, I don't know how, so. I go, yeah, ha, ha. It kills him too. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry, I'm making like stabbing motion. <laughs> um, and then like, and then I jump to Mariel and she's like the main character and you're, you're interested in those. Mm-hmm. And then I jump to Redwall and there'd be like, a thousand fucking characters and they'd be like like now time for feasting and dancing and and you're just like what is all this shit Whatever. <laughs> and like having read like three of these like two of these stories are and they're just kind of like yeah no like you don't do it always have to begin in redwall with like people yeah. having a like, i understand they're, why they, they're redwall stories they do they have to be yeah, but like shorten it like it none of nothing interesting happens <laughs> I, I think you could cut like like a couple chapters out of this you could thing. cut half of this fucking book out i skipped over the entire second part of this Mm. Out of three parts. And also, part one is, like, half of the book, by the way. Yeah, you skipped all the stuff about finding the swallow, etc. No, no, that uh, happens at the very end of part two, which is actually where I jump back in. Oh, great. And also happens in the beginning of uh, part three. Um, All right. So, like, it's, it's like, right, that's, like, right when that happens. So, whatever happens in book two... I don't know what happened. I don't really know. I kind of looked at the Wikipedia page. I, something happens with like the 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 fucking weird weasel tribes. What's it called? Like the I- Ayatollah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Ayatollah. Absolutely. Hulk Hogan shows up yeah. and defeats them. Basically, because it's 1988. Because it's 1988. You know. Yeah, obviously. 1991. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Oh, same year that the Muriel Hemingway episode came out in uh, 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 Tales of the Crypt. By the synergy. Way. Yeah, synergy. But no, uh, like, like th- that shit happened. There was apparently owls, and um, yeah, Stonehead owl. And then there was like, and then Gray, gray Patch. And I, it, I know it's stupid to ask, but like, why does anyone bother trying to lay siege to Redwall? It doesn't fucking work. There's no, nothing there. It's I, a church. I, so, so, so in totality of what you're saying, I think that if you want to take your time to enjoy each one of these, you get a full cycle of something comfortable of an adventure with just the right amount of suspense and adventure you never know if someone's gonna die but i'm i'm ha- th- this being the maybe maybe this is a bad venture for us doing the, the third book in the thing we're reading yeah and i'm like i know dude this is <laughs> long this it's it's long the the, it's not, the sameness of it is it's not really that getting interesting. To me. It's not like there, there. There's no like imagine like listeners. Imagine if there were uh, twenty two Star Wars films, yeah. and they all follow the same formula, and you're all satisfied. Or, or I guess if you want to be more of a dick about it, imagine the Marvel films where it's the same plot every time, but a little bit less inventive. It, it's like imagine if like they never really got of like phase one of like yeah, the Marvel that's movies. a perfect where, example. Where like after a while, people are just like, adds eh, another one. Whatever. Imagine yeah. twenty two Incredible Hulks, yeah. where they're just rehashing, and you, you're not mad at it because it's done well every time, but you're kind of tired by number three. I, I get like I get really sick because like Gabul sound like it sounds interesting that he's like this sea king. And like literally, he does what all the other rat villains do, where he's like randomly killing off his yeah. henchmen, and like, and he, but he's also actually going crazy at the same time. And yeah, people are like considering abandoning. That sounds interesting, but it's no. n- nothing interesting happens with that. I, I think that's 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 kind of unfortunate that. Maybe if we had read this book for a couple of years in time, because mm-hmm. they're supposed to be read once a year. Yeah, it, that's how and it's supposed to be read, the, the, the trappings of this one are great. 
I love Mariel as a character. I love her journey. I love her weapon. I love the amnesia. I love Danden. I love Joseph. I love Gabool. You love the amnesia. Huh? You love the amnesia. What? I know, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, no, she's Storm Gullwacker. <laughs> yeah. She realizes she's Mario. And um, I love the whole adventure. And I think she's she's a strong enough character that they wanted to make the Bellmaker. And again, I've said before that the Bellmaker has, like, my, like, favorite secondary character in all of Redwall, where a random rat and his buddies show up at Redwall. And one of them, one of them is a, is a terrible vermin. The other one's a good dude. And, uh... Good dude rat gets pulled along for horrible scheme and he kills him out of decency because he's like, you killed the badger mom. He comes back and all the Redwall Red people and Dibbins are like, we love you, Blaggett. His name is Blaggett, B-L-A-G-G-U-T. And he becomes a boat maker. And I'm like, what a wonderful different thing to happen in these books. That, that, Before yeah. he died, I was praying for a book about Blaggett the rat vermin protagonist who became a boat maker. Yeah, uh, I said that. Before. And it never yeah. happens. But I, I, well, maybe it does. Did you say he a... dies in that, that one? No, he, he leaves. Or and relationship he's like, relationship. bye, Dibbins. I'm going to become a great boat maker. Yeah. So for all I know, the pirate books at the very end of Redwall are about Blaggett. I doubt it, though. I, no, they're not. Uh, well, sure then that not. fucking sucks, Brian. Because well, here's the thing. Like, yeah, no, I said this when we first started where it's like, no, I would love, for example, I would love to, that guy to have, or like a story about that guy. He's so good. That sounds cool because like it's a little too black and white with like the yeah. good characters are good and bad characters are uh, bad. Like there's never, after 22 books, it never really crosses over. The most there's complicated no... one he made was an outlaw, outcast of Redwall. And like even then it doesn't work that well because it's all about a ferret child who... Um is revealed to who like is a bastard he's an asshole and then his final climactic turn comes at the end but it's still not different enough to make it work and, and i i do have nice things to say but one more negative thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but one more negative thing. uh because like essentially it's like no there are things i like but like the things that i don't the things that i found tiresome were just mm -hmm. really tiresome Every after a while, every time there's a Gabool chapter and he's like and like some guy goes, Hi, I'm I'm Dirty Claw and uh -huh. he's like, Come here, Dirty Claw, I go, ha ha he stabs his, his eyes head. out and yeah. cuts off his head and shows it to some other every Gabool chapter I was just like Ugh. God, like I got so sick of that shit. Yeah, I got I was bored at every single Redwall chapter. When every time we kept going back to like those, I loved the the Long Patrol characters. Those were mm -hmm. those are great characters. I, I love uh, Mariel. I liked um, Dan Dan. Whatever. Uh, yeah, he's and, cool. Then there was like Tarquin, who was like, oh, he's still around. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, then like I don't know, but no, like then you know, this is this is what I kind of hoped that since you did the research this episode, I kind of hoped that maybe this was the beginning of like Jake's trying something a little different that maybe he had an intention. But if it's just the same old shit, then I guess this I guess it is what it is. But I I feel like the, like Mariel is the first female protagonist, and she's such an interesting character. I love her. And I feel like that she's hampered by the formula more than she's, like she's hampered by the formula in too many characters. Yeah, I think Hyrule Lane does a tighter job of like I'm carefree old Hyrule Lane girl, and I'm gonna do my adventure. Whereas I already forgot who the main character. I already forgot too. I forgot that I forgot the main character was a woman. Yeah, yeah. but I feel like like Mariel could have had a little more streamlined adventure. It would it would yeah. have been. And really, does if, anyone like these Redwall riddle chapters? I'm a it, it is a thing where it's like, it's a staple. So like every 
goddamn book has to have one, I guess. He's got to fill out pages. Um, I, I feel like, yeah, no, it, it needed streamlining. If this was about, you follow Muriel, you you can go to Gabul and shit. I was hoping Patch was going to be interesting because yeah. he, like, he was like the bad guy who was like, yeah, this guy's going to fucking kill me. I'm going to just bail. <laughs> like, yeah, instead yeah. he just like lays siege and it's it, like, okay, you're just, you're just bad guy B instead yeah. of being other character C. Like, I, I was hoping, or uh, like... Looking back, I feel like there's more interesting choices that were done, but none of them are really taken for the most part. Yeah. Like the the Joseph the Bellmaker thing that was interesting. Uh, the uh, the, the fucking heroic last charge of the, like the la- uh, the long patrol is great. Yeah. Um, that you know that's that's no, horrifying. Like, like, yeah. I, I want I want to point out that that like for all our negative qualities, I think the story of Mariel of Redwall is a great adventure, but it it it, it now where we are. The strains of reading these all in a row is exhausting. And you kind of said it best, and I was thinking this too, is that, yeah, these are supposed to be read when one comes out every year or two or three. Like, you can actually, you can understand that. Can you imagine reading them as they they come out? Um, Imagine if, like, like Breaking Bad came out, like, telenovela style, which it did apparently. Mm -hmm. And, like, every week you're going through a whole new adrenaline rush. And it's like... Let's uh, let's take a pause. The, the quality is going to suffer because they're going to make it more like samey, so they can just yeah. like kind of turn them out. Like, um, I I still love this one. I love the story of Mario. I love the rope. I love Storm Gullwacker. I love Danden. These are <clears throat> like I love the idea that the 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 badass hero is the is the is the Mouse Maiden, and Danden's like her backup. That even though he wields Martin's sword, he's still backup partner but mostly back up to mariel who was the more badass of the two yeah also because um concerned that the in the other ones because most flower uh, the main character is martin right yes yeah and this and the the matameo uh it was uh matameo matthias uh son no so like matameo was still mostly about um matthias okay so the main character is always about like about like the the mouse hero wielding martin the warrior's sword and this is like the first one that like like no instead it was this it's this chick with a fucking rope yeah this like badass former slave of a rope who beats the fuck out of people with rope yes she's that's awesome she's like she's like a like a fucking hot tempered like feisty yeah. like like sticks up in the window like kind of like almost to a fault a bit like she's yeah. she's almost like a little too she's a hot she's a hot she head. fucking whips goddamn what's her name like tree rose in the goddamn head yeah <laughs> uh she just like for nothing basically with her fucking murder rope uh, <laughs> uh and there, there's things that there's things that i like about it i like it but like when i think about it and i talk about it i'm just very 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 negative because yeah. i'm tired of it it was such a this was such a chore to read and get through. it really was i skipped the second part and i didn't miss anything not, that's not the fault of the text though yeah it is i think so i i, like, I think i think what if we read this one first would it still be a problem for you honestly maybe um, i don't know if it would no honestly if, if i if i read this one without reading without rereading redwall without trying to listen to the thing for uh, the other one it would probably would be easier to get through yeah but like i i want to maybe pick one up in like five or ten years like i i think that's the deal that because it's a long-running series that you need to be a young person who wants to binge these yeah and 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 our endeavor was failed to begin with trying to do these all in a row because they're long and they are hard to get through but they're wonderfully written they're great books but 
I'm not reading another. I, I feel like that I, I went years about eating hamburgers, mm-hmm. and then I ate like 50 in a row, and I want to throw up. I'm not having another burger again for a long time. Yeah, that's that's that that is kind of what this feels like. And listeners, yeah. we fucked up. I, I if this was something I also casually listened to on an audiobook, I think it would be much easier as well. Uh, I don't know about that Hunter Rosie laugh. Yeah, no, I mean like that's the thing. <laughs> if it was an actual audiobook instead of this full this full cast read. Yeah, by, no, agreed. And so I want to send a message to uh, uh, Brian Jakes's from Beyond corpse. the Grave. Okay, yeah. Like, listen, dude, you and me, we're both writers, but I'm an audio man. So right now you're stepping on my territory and back mm-hmm. off, dude. Back off, bro. Go back to audio school. I didn't go to audio school. Uh, <laughs> go back to audio school, dude. Hey, Bry, I may only have a degree in business but back the fuck off b guy i went to fucking nyu and studied philosophy for three <laughs> semesters but back off dude hey bry i only sailed on three boats but stop talking about pirates b bro i used to jerk off all the time while watching master and commander on repeat but back off bro hey jake sir I've seen every single Pirates of the Caribbean, so how about you go on and go suck Johnny Depp's dick, because that's the only way you're going to learn. Hey, Barona Jacuz, my favorite movies are Roman Polanski's Pirates and Cutthroat Island. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Ever seen Pirates? It's on YouTube. No. Nor Cutthroat Island. Uh, I've never seen Cutthroat Island as well, but I tell you what, if you put it on, you're just like... Like, yeah, this movie's it's a kid's movie that's boring, but you're like, damn, this is well made. Well, all right. As you you can imagine. Anyway, enough of that. Um, (laughs) Anyway. So that said, Brian Jakes. Brian, we love you. You're great. We need a long break. We need a break from you, Brian Jakes. I don't think we're ever coming back to you. Yeah, we're not. not, not, If I ever read another Redwall book, it's going to be in minimum 10 years. Yeah, this is the kiss off. Yeah. If I ever see him again, it's going to be too soon. If I have a child who, in in whatever the future is, and they're like, Papa, I would like to read Red Wall, because I raised a Latvian child, I'd be like, well, all right there, Yakov. Let's read, let's read Red Wall. That was a reference to Miller's Crossing, by the way. What was? The kiss off thing. The hat? It? No, the kiss off thing. Look in your heart? This is the kiss off. If I ever see him again, it'll be too soon. Look in your heart. No, it's a... Look <laughs> your heart! Oh, Jesus Sorry, go on, please. No, 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 forget it. No, 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 that's fine. There's Miller yeah. Crossing. Whatever. We're anyway, tired. That said, I'm uh-huh. not tired. You're tired. I'm, I'm a little tired. <laughs> uh, that said, this is the part of the show brought to us by our old buddy, as we mentioned, trying to be horny from the Blip Around podcast. Uh, Correct. Ladies and gentlemen, please listen to the Whip Around podcast. Whip Around is one word. They are dear friends from from Allentown, Buffalo, Pennsylvania, where they can discover, discover, they discuss all things weird news, both science and macabre. They're good friends. Sean Hayes and Dr. Phil Laporta. Check them out every program Wednesday. We love them. I like the idea that they're being like weirdness architects. (laughs) Could be. Not architects. Um. Uh, Curators? Uh, no. Um, I, forgot, I don't remember that word later. Dancers. Uh, so, Gabriel, Shadow years Lakers. from now, or you uh-huh. might have some already, since you've already read Mario of Redwell. What comes to your mind when you think of, when you before uh, revisiting this, what, what is your hazy memories of this book? My hazy memory um, from back when, and back now, to be perfectly honest, is the same one. It's uh, that wonderful bit where... Uh, where Mariel um, smacks down a gabool, 
Because I remember very, in, in very the, in the past. I mean, in the, the past, the flashback. Because like, like I, I, I open up the Bible. Well, I open up the book. You open up the Bible. I started playing the uh, the audiobook, and I'm like, wait, doesn't it begin with her beating the shit out of Gabul? And it didn't. It's if her getting cast into the rocks. Because that's what I remembered most. It's this this element of a uh, this brash maiden who manages to like. Through luck and tenacity to fight off Kabul in this flashback. I just want to remember still that the character of Mariel slash Storm is a really, really great invention. That if you look at uh, if you look at Redwall, you look at Matameo, you look at Mossflower, this is the first one where your protagonist is angry and like off the leash. That she's ready to fuck shit up and kill. No one else is that mad. And she's such a great protagonist. And I don't remember enough from Bellmaker. I just know it continued to be a great adventure, but like I just know that like there could have been so much more of Mariel, who's a great character, and it's primarily her. I remember her and Danden being like her, like loving backup. Mm-hmm. So I guess the character is more than anything else. What about you, Goober? I don't know. What is going to be my thing? I mean, you could not remember anything. It could be one of those. Uh, no, because like I'm trying to think. It's like no, yeah, the the idea about Mariel with her Gullwacker and shit. Because like Gullwacker, I'm like that's a fun name. I kind of wish the thing was the name. The book was called Gullwacker. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Um, the other because like the later books are all sounds just, like a surfboard. The later ones all have dumb names. Mm-hmm. Just like what if I just call it Eulalia? Eulalia, whatever. This said in every stupid thing. Yeah, almost someone shouts it. Uh. What is it? I don't know. Um, I do like I do like the the kind of last charge of lo- the the long patrol, including the uh, the fat squirrel guy, the, yeah, the crazy Agatug. kooky guy, because he's like like no, nah, I'm coming with you, and you know the, I may the, have been scummy before, but I'll die for you. Yeah, the, the, those characters were cool. I like them, but uh, but yeah, otherwise, whatever. What a hoot! What a what a hoot! What um, a hoot! Like those two owls that were in the part that I didn't read. Stonehead <laughs> McJones. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> And and his wife Thunder Thunderbones Thunderbones I don't remember. So okay, so that's the we're not gonna do Redwall ever again. <laughs> no, listeners, I'm sorry if you were counting on us to do all of them. We're done, dude. They're too long. Hey, but you know what? Out there, I saw it on iTunes. You know what they do love? They love our Lovecraft talk. <laughs> do they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been listening to that one. That's a bummer. Well, it's a, <laughs> it's a catchy. No, I really like that episode. That was my favorite episode. I think we've done in a long time. <laughs> uh, all right. The Cthulhu. I mean, it, it is buzzy. It is. It is buzzy, and I'm very proud of, of, of like you know our conversational one. It was really nice. Mm, alrighty. What? <laughs> no, that's cool. Okay. Or uh, Cthulhu. Yeah. Uh, that said, um, what are we doing next? Uh, we're doing like a short story. What are we gonna do? Well, Daniel, coming up very soon. Mm-hmm. It's almost the end of September, which means. October is coming up, <gasps> oh my which God. means it's gonna be Oatstober. Oatstober, we did nothing but Joyce Carol Oats stories. Ooh. I'm very excited to Oatstober. I love Oatstober. You know, we can start Oatstober early. We could if you like, Daniel. I'm, I I support that entirely. Well, I am out of ideas because our good friend, also our good friends at the AP Film by Film School Professionals, are starting their uh, their Halloween. <laughs> film series early so why not yeah i mean we may as well we may as well do it so join us next week for a joyce 
Carol Oates. Short yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to do last Oatstober. Daniel is going to pull up his mental Rolodex that, as always, I doubt is for real. And he's going to ask me a bunch of numbers, and I'm going to pick one. And we're going to select a random Joyce Carol Oates short story. Or maybe it's just Daniel picking one from the very beginning and just lying to me. We'll, we'll see about this, yeah. Uh, that that's join us for next week. It'll be that, and I'll also pick these live next time. Sure. Uh, it'll be fun. Unless they're on paper, I don't believe you. All right, you, they literally are on paper. You can well, double. I, mean, I, mean, can... I, meant, I meant in front of me, like like the numbers. All right, I mean, I'm it's li- like playing werewolf. Maybe it's all in my head, or getting your order taken at a restaurant. I'm trying to think. It's like, probably in your head, but I don't trust you. Yeah, but I'm yeah. All right, whatever. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, are you doing a bit? Because I'm literally just gonna grab the books and say pick a number between one and four. Oh, okay. And then there's go, that too. And then go through the stories, being like, I just pick a number. I'm like, it's literally gonna be. Maybe a paper. I'm not gonna double check, but I should. I can show you. Well, all right then. <laughs> all right. That's it. Uh, so yeah, next week, Joyce. No one makes a fool of me. (laughs) You just made a fool of yourself just there. (laughs) Apparently. Joyce Carol Oates, we're back to it next week. Yes, that's, that's fun. We're gonna, we're gonna do spooky stories. Well, well, Daniel, I'm sorry. Should we do it now? Uh, it's gonna take a moment. We can edit? Okay, I hate editing. Get your fucking book! Alright, hold on. And we're back. Hey! Gabriel! I have the Rolodex here. It's not very huge. I think old villain Katie Ann Commits has the one. Yeah, no, I, I watched Daniel Scrooge McDuck dive his way into the book vault mm-hmm. and pick up these four collections. Yes, four collections. Three of them are horror stories. One isn't. Uh huh. <laughs> Gabriel! I need oats, you, oats, I oats. need you to pick a number between one and ten. Six. One and three. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Why, why can't I count? One, in, one through four. I was like, what? That's an odd number. One through four? Yes. Okay. Three. Okay. Three. Good. Gabriel selected the short story collection. Also, the second short story collection I've owned from Joyce Carol Oates, The Female of the Species. I Tales, love her title so much. Tales of Mystery and Suspense. What's the one that I love the most? Like Night's Sleep something? Uh, well, Night's Sleep, Death of Stars is a new novel. Oh, it's a novel. I love that title. Uh, there, no, there's another one. Oh, it's like, Because It Is Bitter, Because It Is My Heart. Oh, I love like her that. title so much. Gabriel, pick a number between one and nine. Eight. Gabriel. Uh-huh. We will be reading Angel of Wrath. All right. Yes. That's cool. So next week, we're doing Angel of Wrath by Joyce Carol Oates, out of her collection, The Female of the Species. For Oatstober, if For you, our Oatstober. beautiful listeners, want to guest on our show with your own Joyce Carol Oates pick of choice, um, contact us. We'd love to have you. I've been talking to a variety of people who might want to be on our show. I'm going to be a good time to do them. One of them is Tom Hanks. One of them is Tom Hanks. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or Oatum Shank. Walter Hill. Walter Hill. Michael yeah. J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Who also directed an episode of uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, well, that's the other one. Yeah, that's that's crazy. You knew? No, yeah, you told me. (laughs) Okay, well, fair enough. (laughs) During the game, you told me. Oh, I didn't. Maybe that was on the break? I don't remember. I don't remember. This this episode went on forever. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, uh, dear listener readers, uh, whatever. See you guys next week. Bye. Top Gallant Radio, brought to you by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabe Mara.